Welcome to All, All the, the Fields. fields. <laughs> Yay! New intro. <laughs> That's not what I was ready for. I know, I totally faked y'all out, didn't I? I had to keep y'all on y'all's toes. I was like, wait, what's happening? <laughs> Hi y'all, I'm Ashley. I'm Hannah. I'm Emily. I'm Chelsea. And this week we're going to be talking about New Adult and how it has drowned the sad, sad death of drowning. And and Eloquent. what we believe it could have been, <laughs> exactly, and should still be, and should still be Maybe. still room for for new listeners. Uh, All the feels is a podcast about young adult books, pop culture, and our lives, and how we feel. Usually, sometimes, <laughs> all Some, the time, all the time, and we're always rage worthy. So I think it might be kind of rage-worthy with this one, too, because New Adult has so much promise. There's so much potential. I was really, really excited when, like, New Adult became a thing because it was at the time when that's what I wanted to write. I wanted to write stories about, you know, people who were my age, like 18 and 19, who were going through college and, you know, doing college-age things. And I thought that would have been really cool. And then it just didn't really happen that way. I mean, there were there were some books that that tried to start it. Like I remember back when uh when New Adult was first like beginning, um I was I was still writing The Sound of Us, and I was trying to figure out like where to place it in in the market. It was it was after um the main character had graduated high school and it was before college, but it wasn't exactly young adult. It had like more adult elements to it. <clears throat> and and so I, I saw like what is what is this new adult thing? And I and I like became part of the bandwagon of the original like new adult authors and like we yeah. had all of these really great like ideas for it and there and there's a small pocket of us that that, that that were like don't just do romance. Like this isn't just trashy romance and like everyone else was like, but that's how we make money. So like they like drowned us and like our like plight to like expand what new adult could be and like I just like saw it like just like falling apart in front of my eyes and I was like I'm I'm gonna age this back a little bit because like it's just it's just like people go where the money is it seems and like and like new adult was said like happened so fast and like there was such a big boom and influx of it especially in the in the self-pub market that it just it couldn't find its footing. It was like a it was just an explosion. Yeah. Well, and then the minute it gained the definition of young adult with sex, that mm-hmm. died. Yeah, I the mean, entire the whole discussion thing died. died because that's what agents started seeing it as, and that's what publishers started seeing it as, and that I don't know just wasn't interesting anymore. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like there was a. Yeah, like like romance and sex is like a is, is a big part of being like a new adult and like finding out who you are as an adult. But there's like relationships that go with it, and there's like relationships like with like friends and with family and like your relationship with the world. And that's something that I don't think a lot of a lot of people understood when they were when they were writing new adult. Ashley, you're telling me that college is not just about sex. I know, right? Wow. Tell, tell that to every douche canoe in college, right? What? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was about supernatural, but, you know. <laughs> I would like to see more books set in college. Me too. Fangirl by Rainbow yes. Rowell. The new adult that should have existed. 
it should have been, uh, like, Fangirl should have fixed new adults. It could have. It could have. If the right push had been behind it, it could have fixed everything. Yeah, because now we have this problem where people are like, well, is it YA or is it adult? And then we have to try and shoehorn it into one or the other. And there's this, like, lovely middle area where something really should go, but now it's this no man's land of really bad self-published romance and nobody wants to put their books there. And it's always the question of is there sex in it? Then it's probably gonna go in the romance section rather than YA. Well, explicit sex. Mm -hmm. YA is growing in what it shows sex-wise. But if it's explicit, it generally goes up to the romance section where it could in theory be new adult even though I want new adult to... I've always wanted new adult to be more than just the contemporary romance category for 18 to 20 somethings. And like now it's become this like this like cesspool of like cis white men abusing like these like lovelorn women uh-huh. and it's just uh-huh. it's gotten it's gotten horrible. But to be fair, there's good stuff too. There there's, 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 there's a lot kind of, of diamonds stuff. in the rough. Yeah. There's a lot but of But you have to stuff. wade through a lot of uh-huh. I mean, bullshit to get to it. Yeah, but I'm sure that's the way in romance too. That is true. Right? It's true. Yeah. But I mean like, you know, I hate to say it, but shit floats, though, so you will always get to the shit first before you get to the diamonds <laughs> below it. But, I mean, but there are those Nora Roberts in in the new adult mm-hmm. category. Like, uh, Catherine Locke's uh, second position series yes. is amazing. Like, it's definitely, like, more, more like, just adult than new adult, but I think it, it, it captures everything that I would have wanted from a new adult romance, though. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and it's so poetic, too, so... I, I really, really like it. We should also point out that the thing that people who aren't in the book industry don't know is that young adult is based, like, the cater- categorization is based on the age of the character mm-hmm. in the book. Like, no one really gets that outside of publishing, that if your character's 17, it's a YA book. Yeah. Unless it's, like, a weird exclusion. Yeah, unless it's, like, a literary book. That... Right. Yeah, sometimes right. there are ways that, it, that the book is told around a 17-year-old protagonist that make it adult. Yeah. Yes. But those are fewer than young adult books about 17-year-old protagonists. Yeah. Yeah. So really what we wanted new adult to be was stories like that exist in YA and that exist in adult, but mm-hmm. for that age group. Exactly. Just literally just, adult. Yeah, literally yeah. just books about 18 through, what? what is it, technically 30 or something? I, I thought think it was like 24. I think it's like 20. I think actually like 26 or 28. Yeah, I mean, like, that seems more normal. Or like they're expanding, they're making it a higher, mm-hmm. like, age yeah. range. But I mean, that's really the only criteria that it should have been. Yeah. Stories about protagonists that are between 18 and we'll 20 say 26. 20-something. Something. You know, that's the only criteria. Yeah, they shouldn't have, like, kinky bondage sex or... Like, or yeah, like, that's not... That's could not literally like a, be anything. Yeah. I always wanted new adult to just... Be like the YA category. It can have all of the genres, whatever you want, exactly. and your characters are between eighteen and twenty somethings. That's all it needed to yeah. be, and that's like severely lacking, I think, in in like in in publishing period. It's like there isn't like there there might be like twenty year old protagonists, but no one will know they're twenty years old. Like when I was in college, I wanted to read like about heroines or like heroes that were my age, but like yeah. I I I I, can't, I don't know of any off the top of my head. Still, I mean, I can't think of any either. Like the ones that come to mind with char- characters that would have been my age during college, probably like 
Claudia Gray's Thousand Pieces of You, because she's on the cusp of going to college. Mm-hmm. Fangirl again, she's a freshman in college. Um, a Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah Day yes. Moss. She's 19, I think. I think, I think so. 19 is yeah. right. So they're on like, the adult side, The Magicians. Yes. Which yeah. was about the magicians that would have been. An 18-year-old going to magic college. Which, let's be honest, that is so new adult. It screams yeah. new adult. And they, in fact, they changed their ages for the TV show. And I think that's because they didn't want to put it in that weird, like... Middle ground? Because they changed it from... They changed it from... Undergrad, undergrad to grad, right? To graduate, yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so all the characters are Age much double. older, yeah. yeah. They're already, they're all like 23 and, and up at that point. But even that is still... Even that is still... Technically new adult. And it feels new adult. Does new adult does. exist on TV? Yeah. What are some TV shows that would be considered new adult? You know, it's funny. It started out as YA, and I think because the books were YA, but mm-hmm. I think the 100 at this point feels quite new adult to I me. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. Because all of the characters have aged mm-hmm. since then. Mm-hmm. They were all, you know, 18 or just a little bit under. They've aged just enough that it's n- no longer about you know, coming of age, they've all done that pretty quickly, and now it's much more about, like, Fitting finding in, their yeah. roles within the society, mm-hmm. becoming leaders, or something like that, and it it just feels very much new adult to me at this point. And a lot of the adults have larger roles as well in the mm-hmm. storyline, so it's like, you know. Yeah. True. And, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, now that I'm thinking about it, shows like The Flash or... Mm-hmm. Right. Um, super new adult. Yeah. A super girl. Super girl. Yep. Like, they're yeah. in that age where they're adults, but, like, still kind of figuring things out. They're young enough that they don't have all their shit together yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, like the rest of us. Exactly. <laughs> and and also, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of TV shows where they start off in high school, but they graduate on to college, and it's like, like a Gilmore Girls Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, like that, like half of that show is totally new adult. I yes. mean, let's, yeah. let's at least be half of it. Oh, yeah. At least half of it, if not more. Exactly. Dawson's Creek's the same way. Mm-hmm. And um, so is Buffy, even. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We see her go, go to college. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot more, like, new adult in TV just because I think, like, it, like, there's a place where it fits. A lot mm-hmm. easier than like on a shelf because like there there isn't a shelf on 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 TV. Like, yeah, it's just there's a, there is um, what's it called now that um, the City of Bones uh TV shows on. Oh, just Shadowhunters. Shadowhunters. Yeah. Uh, like what's what's the channel called? Oh, Freeform. Freeform. Oh my gosh, I can never remember that. Well, their market is all about reaching from young adult to new adult, basically. Exactly. So, so people are starting to figure out that that audience exists. That one of some things are real. It's just too late for (laughs) book publishing, I think. I don't think it is too late. I just think that there's an issue with presentation right now, and that that needs to be cleared up. I feel like, and this is probably a little crazy. If there was an imprint that someone was to create that was like dedicated to just looking for the 18 to 20 something category I feel like that 
would probably be the shift that needs to happen. I think it would have to be ebook imprint because that's true. I think shelving is a big problem. I think yeah, mm-hmm. you would need the ebooks first to yeah. prove that there's. That's why new adults so popular online. Yeah. Because yeah. Amazon, there's no bookshelf. It's true. You yes. know, whereas bookstores don't really know where to put new adults. Exactly. Yes. I mean, and like e- ebook imprints are are starting to to see that too. Yeah. I know Bloom, Bloomsbury mm-hmm. Spark is coming out with a lot of really good new yeah. adult books. Yeah. They do everything from YA to new adult to romance. Exactly. Are but they it's all not all romance? No. Nope. Even like the new about the new adults not all romance or does it have feature heavily romance? Um Eric Eric Smith's Inked series like is is young adult but it branches very heavily into new adult in the second okay. one coming out. So and um and the City of Fay is incredibly new adult and it's and it's urban, urban fantasy and it's really good. So are they classified as new adult though? Yeah, yes. yeah, like they them clearly. As new okay, that's good to know. That's Same as Return know. Once More. It's a it's a sci-fi. A new I'm adult. going to have to check these out because I am cool. intrigued. Yeah, yeah. Meredith Rich is doing a great job. Knowing I, even now, like obviously I love YA to death, but reading some characters that are aged up a bit that are in my, that are my age would be. Really awesome. It'd be yeah. refreshing. <laughs> I think that's so nice. Yeah, I, that's why I like fantasy so much sometimes because mm-hmm. in fantasy worlds it's a lot easier to picture the characters as older. Yeah. Agreed. Do you ever do Agreed. that? I do. Are you like, I can't I think of you as 15. This exactly. Is uncomfortable. <laughs> there, there are times where they're just a little too young. And maybe just because I'm old now, because when I was <laughs> in my teens, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. 15, 16 year olds are kicking ass. This is great. And now I'm reading it and I'm like, wow, do you sound super mature? Yeah. I'm going to pretend you're 18. <laughs> it's going to be really easy. Yeah. It's going to be hard at all. <laughs> and like, and like most like adult fantasy books, like they don't have, they don't grab like our attention, like, like. Young adult fantasy does. I mean, it's not. Yeah, they're yeah. doing much differently. And but a lot of them, and that's, this is the thing that bothers me is a lot of them aren't. A lot of them should be in the new adult category, but it's so so hard to parse through and find them. Like Mistborn. I know that's like one of them that I've, I've been told so many times that I need to so read that. Good, like that's like it, it goes from young adult to new adult, and it's just okay. It's kind of fantastic. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Many people have by told Brandon me. Sanderson. Yes, I think yeah. Oh. They just redid the covers, so yeah. I mean, I think that there is a lot of that stuff, but we have YA, which is you know what twelve to eighteen is technically in theory. You know, yes. in theory, that's the that's the group that's reading it, and then you have eighteen to sixty or whatever. You know, but there's so the, many like, right. Those are the two categories that we have, like. We have all of these smaller categories for young readers, mm-hmm. but we basically once we turn eighteen, it's like okay, well you have to wade through all of this muck to find anything about you, and that sucks. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's why I think New Adult was was so great when when I was first hearing about it. I really was excited because then I didn't have to go you know look through half of Barnes and Noble trying to find something about. About like an and eighteen year old person, yeah, exactly twenty something experience, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it is different. I mean, there's a certain coming of age aspect, but 
there's also it's like the next level of coming of age. Yeah. It's, it's like level two. So yeah, round two. Yeah, I mean, like I, I always figured that like that YA was like finding out who you are, and new adults also finding out like who, like you already know who you are, but where do you fit into society? Like who you are in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. who you are in the world. And the college experience. Exactly. Exactly. You learn so much during that time. But I, I, I do y'all think that uh, that. That, because like we did discuss where where to shelve books and in, in bookstores. Mm-hmm. Do you think like half the problem is getting like bookstores and and to to to, sh- to like ha- to have enough real estate to shelve new adults in other places? Like, do you think that's also a problem that they don't want to fix a system that they don't think is broken? Yeah, I definitely think that's part of the problem. Having worked in a handful of bookstores, I know that you could probably find that real estate relatively easily easily if you wanted to. It's mm-hmm. the matter of, like, I think from a business perspective, it's really just the fact that they don't have necessarily the proof they need to, like, actually break out shelf space. Because mm-hmm. it's probably, like, from a corporate standpoint, not as easy as I want to believe it is to give it space, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, like, what what was the decision behind shelving new adult books that are actually printed in print in the romance section versus fiction the, section w- versus the YA section yeah, even because of the sex in it, most likely. Like, what if it doesn't have sex? That we just but so so we come back to that same thing where we just sort of assume or the age well, group too. Like, if they see someone that's, like, 19 or 20, is like, instantly, you know, fiction or it's instantly romance. So we just kind of went with you, the, you it's, it's by YA color. with sex, and then that's, we're asking you, Chelsea, because you're the <laughs> yeah, I, I was the expert, aka books, well, so this is how I, like, with no knowledge of how anyone ever made these decisions at all, just mm-hmm. from my like observing what came in and what was coded what if it was like 18 19 no sex and like written i mean for thinking not even no sex like implied sex nothing like super explicit so like nothing on the page sometimes there could be like light stuff on the page i'm thinking like vampire academy or claudia gray's thousand pieces of you and then you have fangirl with like no sex at all just like cute romance like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff is gonna go over to the ya section because of just you can market that as to a younger audience Mm -hmm. explicit sex generally like romance focused oriented that was ending up in like a romance section rather than fiction and honestly most of the stuff that I know as new adult, I don't know if I'm well-versed enough to think of stuff that went over into the fiction section, other than, like, magicians, but I, like, yeah, came to that way later. And I don't think that's even in fiction. That's over in, like, fantasy sci-fi, isn't it? it? Yeah. So that's, I mean, once you've broken that sex seal, it's more like <laughs> what... what <laughs> I'm sorry. That's kind of what it is. Once you've broken that place... <laughs> Uh, what genre does it fit in the most, I think, is what's yeah. looked at, rather than not, the, the age isn't taken into account anymore. It's more what genre right. it matches best. I used to work at a library, and like the, it's, it was the same thing, like um, with uh, Lisa McMahon's Wake, it was shelved in the adult section because of the explicit content in it. 
And there, and and it was it was like it was not explicit content either. It's just no. like a bunch of heavy petting. <laughs> I could see that more because of the drug issues from her mom in that book. Mm-mm. But like, really, yeah, really. And and like I like took it to you that know had to be parent induced. It was that's ridiculous. No, it's 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 like it's 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 kind of hilarious. Like how how much like the public um, influences like where a book is shelved, especially in libraries. Yeah, and it's just. Uh, they're a public service. Yeah, but it's just like it's it's just it's just crazy because like Fangirl in, ended up in the adult section for a while, and I was like, <laughs> I'm I'm taking this to my boss. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's just weird. That's so weird. It's just like it's it's like you know we we need to we we need to figure out how to discuss sex so it's not a taboo topic, especially. When it comes to literature and mm-hmm. and like young literature, mm-hmm. it's just and I think New Adult was like could have been that bridge. It I mean, it could or have at been least part of it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think assuming that sex is part of it at all is mm-hmm. part of the problem. True, that is a big problem. That is a big problem. You know, the fact that we're going, oh, okay, well, it's New Adults. They're twenty and they're having sex. Pfft, done. There yeah. it is. That's the definition. That's where it's going. And it leaves out everyone end. who's like asexual or doesn't even want to even read books about sex. Or yeah, or, or books that I mean, like I would put, I would put a darker shade of magic in New Adult. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Um, but there's no sex in that. No. There's no there's no romance in that. So I mean, you know, well, it just goes back to like fangirl could have been the New Adult savior if they had chosen to push it that way because it's that like late teens 20 something experience of college mm-hmm. that at least I identify with very strongly and would have loved to read while I was that age same and it has no sex but it has characters that are the proper age for new adult and that's like the kind of stuff that I think would have been great you know an argument that I've seen a bunch from agents and from actually a few editors is that um New adults, technically, they don't read anything other than their college textbooks, so that's why they're a group that doesn't exist in terms of an audience Do that you market real to. statistics for this? Oh, well, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, don't know. But that's just what I'm that's curious what I've heard if there's say. actual studies. That I have, I have actually well, heard that, too. And it makes me wonder if, like, because you also hear about how most of the readers of YA are not actually young adults, they are women 20, what, 22 It's like 30s, 40s, honestly. Oh, is it? I thought it was like mid-20s. I mean, there's a lot of 20-somethings, but it's an even older demographic, too, that jumps down to YA, too. But either way, I mean, I think that there's a missed opportunity there, and that part of the reason why there are so many older readers of YA is because Mm -hmm. we're missing this this, you know, middle category. Well, that's also why we're slowly getting more and more upper YA, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people want to be writing this age group, but it doesn't really have a home in New Adult, because it... Because New Adult's just going to die. It's just what it is, yeah. and now we're getting more upper YA, which is fine, and I love it, but I just think, like, you know, this, do you, this could have been the New Adult we wanted. Do you think upper YA could, like, transcend to be new adult but still called upper YA because like I like I, I think the term new adult's dead in the water personally like there there's yeah. no way to revive it do you think upper YA could be that new avenue you mean just like giving it a new name no just just like I... keep, keeping the name like like upper YA but like but like so slowly gravitating it towards like what we wanted new adult to be like do you think that that's like that that is the, the slow push for publishers 
Like, I mean, see, it's funny. I don't actually see things officially called Upper YA. I mean, no. I see Upper YA used as, like, you know, jargon when we're talking about what an age what age group is I reading I ever see but... Upper used in publishing with middle grade, Upper Middle Grade, rather than Upper YA. But, I mean, so... Upper YA is an intriguing... It could be a safe way to start to... To slowly, like, branch slowly out slowly back branch into... that direction. Yeah, because it's... I mean, it's not really thing (laughs) but I mean well and I'm thinking of some bookstores and how they break things out by age range Mm -hmm. already for middle grade Mm -hmm. I don't think it would be the worst for them to consider breaking out YA a little bit for a a, a younger demographic versus an older demographic again they would have to give more space on the shelves Mm -hmm. to break things out that way they have to give more space, or, or they just have to reorganize. what they can do is get rid of the genres and do it like because in um, I don't think at major bookstores they do genres. They everything is just, just together. Quiet. Yeah, it's just, just everything's together, just under an age bracket, mm-hmm. which they could do that with YA. Just yeah, put everything under ages. I mean, yeah, that would probably be their best way to do it if they wanted to go that route. That is true. Yeah, I just think that yeah, something like that has to happen so that we can stop having this fight over whether this this book is is or upper YA or yeah. adult or like we need to cut this passage so that we can market it as YA or we need to add this passage so, so we so can market it as adult exactly and then your sales are affected because nobody can figure out what it actually is and or like where you no fit in at and like you're stuck in this limbo area that I, I, I would yeah. hate to be that as as an author like just like stuck in this like because the the sound of us is, is, is kind of like stuck in that middle bit because like it's it's not six it's not sexy enough to be new adult but it's like it has sex in the second chapter so it's too much to be a, to be young adult and it's just this like weird sort of learning curve <clears throat> <laughs> So. <laughs> and the sex shouldn't be the deciding factor. I know. It should be it's, the age. It shouldn't be. I think, I think YA is getting better about that, though. Mm-hmm. I think it's slowly getting better about e- either, not necessarily explicit sex, but um, the kind that writes off the page or sure. characters who aren't describing what's happening, but, like, what they're, like, the, the feeling rather than the actual actions themselves. It's mm-hmm. getting better. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. Well, to wrap things up this time, do y'all have any um, new adults that y'all love that y'all want that y- y'all want to recommend? You mean like things that are actually categorized as new adults? No, anything that we discussed that could fall into the wormhole that is new adult. So anything with characters that are like eighteen to twenty something. Yes. Okay. I say magicians or darker shade of magic. Ooh, I like those. Yeah. Good choices. I still need to read A Darker Shade of Magic. So yeah. good. I think we've, like, talked about that so yeah. many times yeah. in this podcast. And Vicious, too. And yeah. Vicious. Oh, oh you yes. stole mine. That was, that no, was my ambition. We can no, share. I bought my okay. ambition. We can share. <laughs> Obviously, Fangirl. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah, love it. Uh, Court of Thorns and Roses. Yes. Yeah, that was going to be mine, A Court of Thorns and Roses. I can't wait for A Court of Mist and Fury. Fury. I did it. Yes. You did it. I did it. High five across the table. Yes. yes. All right, and with that, do y'all want to do something that's giving y'all's feels? Y'all's feels? Yeah. Yeah. What's giving y'all's feels this week, guys? What's we feeling? What's you feeling? Ashley, you're going to be really proud of me because... (gasps) 
I read Howl's Moving Castle, <laughs> which is not new adult, but it's adorable. Most death middle grade. It's okay. I don't know. He's upper, 20. It's upper middle grade. How old is That's where he shells. She's like 18. He's 27. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> Ashley's still going to be. Yeah. Okay. okay, wait. This is a he's, whole other okay, discussion because so, it's definitely shelved in middle grade, so now I'm confused. It's shel- I know. When I was reading it, I was like, holy crap. She's, she's a teenager, like an, like 18. She's, she, she's 18. And he's in his 20s. Yeah, he's he's in his late 20s. It's just written with that sort of spry middle grade style, but it's... Not really, like, no, it's middle not grade. At all. I yeah. It such a long and that's time. why I love it so much. It's like, <laughs> she's, she's like, she transcends so much. I, I, I've already It's great, so it's great. Yeah. All right, next. Ashley, what are your feelings? Me? Okay, I, I am reading Rose Daughter by Robin McKinley. It's also, it could be New Adult, actually. But it's, oh, I love that book so much. I haven't read it in, like, six or seven years. But it's a Beauty and the Beast retelling, and... <sighs> It is like probably one of my favorite Beauty and the Beast retellings, and I'm reading it for a project. So, nice. Beauty and the Beast retellings, A plus. You'll like it. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How, how about you, Chelsea? Um. So I came across this anime last night, and it's called Snow White with the Red Hair, and it's so. So good. Like within five minutes, I've fallen in love with all the characters. It's so well written. It's so well. The, the girl is awesome, and the boy is adorable hot. and supportive and hot. He's hot. <laughs> uh, another cartoon boyfriend to add oh, to the list. He's sexy. Where can sexy you watch times? it? Um, I'm watching it on Hulu right now. Um, but you can also watch it on Funimation with the dub. Yes. Wait, and the dub is really good. So. Which I need to listen to because right now I'm watching it with subtitles. Yeah. But I love it so much. It's so good. I could go on forever. <laughs> we, we 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 have like fangirled about this before this like podcast, so it's I feel you. I just love it so much. I feel you. Okay, Emily, your turn. Um, so I just got the Raven King. Oh. And I really want this to be over so I can go read it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why you keep checking your watch. <laughs> Me too. I've been trying so hard. I love Maggie Stiebotter. Yeah. She's great. I like her persona on Tumblr. She's just so like cards and motor oil and badass. I love when she draws stuff. Yeah. She's so talented. Like, and she plays the bagpipes. Yeah. Like, what is this? Damn, guys. What? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. She's like a Renaissance woman. She's amazing. All right. You should go read the books. I am convinced. (laughs) Good. A plus. Good. Stamp of approval. Exactly. Um, and I guess that's it for this podcast. Um, tweet us at all that feels YA and tweet us about your favorite new adults and your favorite books and what books you think should have been shelved in a new adult or how, how do we solve this new adult problem? Right, guys? Do you think it is a problem? And until then, I guess goodbye. Bye. Bye.